Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, July 25th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Credit Suisse has been hit with a fine over the collapse of Archegos Capital, and Spanish elections wrapped up without a clear winner. You know, we're in a period of drift for the next few months. As long as there's a caretaker government, no big decisions can be made. Plus, U.S. consulting companies are having a hard time drumming up work in China. I'm Sonia Hudson, in for Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. and British regulators are fining Credit Suisse almost $390 million. They say the bank had, quote, significant failures in risk management and governance in its dealings with the now-defunct Archegos Capital. The investment firm collapsed in March of 2021. The collapse helped lead to Credit Suisse's own demise. The bank had to be rescued by its rival UBS earlier this year. Archegos is one of several unresolved scandals that UBS inherited from Credit Suisse. The bank has up to $4 billion reserved to cover regulatory and litigation costs from the takeover. Spain is in political limbo right now. After this weekend's election, neither the right nor the left coalitions got enough seats in parliament to form a majority government. Here to talk more about this is the FT's Barney Jobson. He's based in Madrid. Hi, Barney. Hi there. Good to be here. So break down the election results for us. What happened and what does it mean? The expectation was that the mainstream Conservative People's Party and the hard-right Fox Party would, between them, secure enough seats to make Alberto Feijó the Conservative Prime Minister. But that did not happen. Instead, in a result that nobody expected, we've ended up with a hung parliament, and we've begun a period of weeks in which the many, many parties in Spain's fragmented political system will be negotiating to see if any of them can cobble together enough seats to uh, anoint a prime minister. Barney, what are you going to be looking out for in these next couple of weeks as these negotiations take place? What should we be expecting? So Spain is not a two-party system. It's not even a four-party system. There are multiple parties in parliament. Uh, The reason is that many different regions of Spain have given rise to their own political formation. So you have a lot of parties with just one, two, or three seats. And when you have a hung parliament like this and a very close result, it's those small parties who become crucial to the negotiations. So what I'm going to be watching is which of the small parties can either the left bloc or the right bloc persuade to join them to get to that all-important majority, which is 176 seats. So what is this political uncertainty, this political limbo that Spain is in right now mean for the country more broadly and for Europe as a whole? Well, you know, we're in a period of drift for the next few months. As long as there's a caretaker government, no big decisions can be made. We're not in the midst of a crisis, but there's always a series of issues that need to be tackled. Spain's receiving a lot of EU money that it needs to spend. 
unemployment in Spain is always quite high. At the European level, it just so happens that Spain holds the rotating presidency of the European Union right now. It has the role of trying to knock heads together to reach agreements on difficult issues. And on the roster right now for the European Union, it's trying to seal uh, a new pact on managing migration. It's trying to reform the electricity market. So there's a bunch of important issues where Spain would ideally be managing the process. But again, with a interim part-time administration, it's not going to have the clout or indeed the bandwidth to do that. Barney Dobson is the FT's Spain and Portugal correspondent. Thanks, Barney. Thank you. Work has been drying up for top U.S. consultancies in China. Weak economic growth has caused foreign companies to hold back on their investments. To make matters worse, a series of national security raids on U.S. consultancies have scared away local clients. Spain in particular seems to be at the epicenter of this. That's Ryan McMorrow, the FT's China technology reporter. A lot of their business generally is doing due diligence for investors. So if some private equity firm is buying a company in China, they'll call up Bain in Bain within a day, as some people told me, would start doing due diligence on the company and the industry and the individuals involved. And at the same time, Bain was the focus of a raid in Shanghai in April. So they're also the ones that have been making headlines for being involved in the national security investigation, which obviously would make their clients nervous. CapVision is another company China raided on national security grounds. It provides experts to Bain, McKinsey, and other foreign investors. With the CapVision raid, China made clear that these experts that were talking to management consultants and investors were also passing along information that was too sensitive to pass along to the outside. And it kind of turned into a publicity campaign where they really did like a full special on Catvision and it aired in primetime uh, on television. And it really got hit home that Chinese people should be wary of what they tell to foreigners. Because of the lack of new work, top U.S. consultancies in China have been putting hiring on hold. So I think Bain uh, is the longest that we heard of in their pushing back their start dates for new hires until April 2025, which is a really long time. And so they're asking these new consultants to wait for 18 months and hope that you'll have a job with us when the economy gets better. But in recent weeks, it does seem like Chinese economic officials are trying to smooth things over. As the economic officials really try to get the economy going again, they're really trying to hit home the message that foreign investors are wanted and kind of lay down a welcome mat. And we asked Bain and McKinsey and both groups responded saying that they're committed to China. I guess a bad year or two they can probably live through. I guess they'll probably wait to see where things go. But at the moment, I don't think either one is really considering pulling out. Ryan McMorrow is the FT's China technology reporter. Before we go, the 2024 Paris Olympics just scored a big new sponsor, the French luxury group LVMH. The Louis Vuitton owner did not disclose the value of the deal, but a source told the FT it's worth about 150 million euros. 
One of the group's jewelry companies will design the medals, and one of its luxury brands is expected to dress the French athletes. The deal will come as a relief for the Games. Corporate sponsors have been taking longer than normal to sign on. And France's national auditing body said last month that the complexity of the project had been underestimated from the start, and it warned that the budget would remain really tight. You can read more on all these stories at ft.com for free when you click the links in our show notes. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.